Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Being Human with your host, MPS, Mary Patricia Smiley. Um, it's a pleasure to be here once again. I've I once again had a little bit of time away from you, but um, I was going through some stuff. Um, I moved house and things are a lot more stable for me at the moment, which means I can record more episodes, which is amazing for me because I love recording these episodes and basically hearing my own voice. (laughs) Anywho, so today I'm here to talk about sex. So if this is already controversial for your pretty little ears, I want you to turn off now. This episode is not for you. This episode is for the over 18s, the open minded folk, the people who like to talk about these things in an open way. This is a very general musing, so forgive me if I sort of veer off piste a little bit here. So I am wondering what single sophisticates are doing to meet people nowadays, especially during these times of COVID and pandemic that isn't actually over yet. You know, I remember when I was in the dubs, i.e. Dubai, (laughs) I call it the dubs team. And when I was in the dubs, I remember friends were telling me to go on Tinder. I'm just like, yeah, I'm not doing that. Right. Because number one, I am very much a people's person. I need to be in person, I need to feel the energy, I need to see the flicker of the eye, like I want to see the sparkle of the skin, I want to see the curl of the hair, I am that girl. And really, these people who are telling me to go on Tinder are having no luck whatsoever, so I'm thinking to myself, why the hell are you telling me to go on this damn thing? I'm not in it, I'm not in it for a Prosecco, i.e. a second. So... As I said, you know, I want to meet someone in the street and make eyes over coffee. I want the person to hear my voice. And in IRL, in real life, basically, I am that person. Plus, I'm really not down with this whole thing of somebody saying that they're six foot three online, that when the person turns up, they're bloody five foot two. No, no, no. I'm not dealing with that either. Nothing against smaller people. They can be cute too. But I am 5'9 forward slash 5'10. So just know. I mean, if I can see the top of your head, this is just not going to work. I've just got to be honest here. I mean, I had this wonderful conversation with someone the other day who actually said to me that it's really easy when you're traveling because you're both footloose and fancy free and everybody just going about their business. But when you're stationed in one place for more than I would say a month or two, it becomes a little bit tedious. And when I say tedious, I mean tedious in the way that now you would want to have some regularity in your sex life. Because now you're putting down roots for a month or two or three or so here. So it would be more pleasant or more enjoyable for you, obviously, if You could find someone to do this thing with regularly. I mean, but to be fair, I could just be talking about myself here in terms of just the one person and the regularity of the damn thing. 
as I have friends that are triggering all over the place and just really enjoying their life. But it just shows that some of us are still really conditioned in our sex lives and how we explore this. I mean, if I remember the conversation I had with my mother about sex to start off with, it very much went like this. If you have sex, you'll get pregnant. Just like that. One plus one equals two, not three. Unless you want to talk about the miraculous pregnancy that's just going to come from this first time sex, you know what I mean? (laughs) I mean, really, I actually kept waiting for the second part of that conversation that just never, ever happened. Like I was waiting for, it's possible to enjoy sex with somebody Just make sure it's someone that you actually like and have some kind of respect for. I was waiting for that bit to come, but it just actually never happened. And if you have any kind of African heritage here, you will understand exactly what it is that I'm saying. It will make total sense to you. Because sex in the African culture is just so taboo. Nobody ever talks about anything sexual ever. Well, actually, I tell a lie. I remember I had a conversation with my aunt about female sexuality and circumcision. But that is obviously a whole other topic. I'm not going to talk about that here because it's highly sensitive. And I believe it needs a little bit more research from me and more experts to come on and share their knowledge and insights on this subject that's deeply taboo, but has such deep roots in the African culture. Yeah, going back to my conversation with my mum, like I said, that was that. And so it took me a really long time to break that barrier. (laughs) No pun intended, but you know where I'm going with this. Anywho, so to continue, um, what I've noticed in the past year and a half to two years, especially this amount of time that I've been on Clubhouse, it's been very interesting to me, very, very interesting the the rooms that really capture my imagination are the African rooms. Anything that has the Nigerians in, they are not ramping, let me tell you. One of the first rooms that I went into, I remember this is over a year ago now, but it stayed with me because it was such a poignant moment in African history of anything to do with sex. I went into this room And there was a sex therapist and there were all these people on the stage. And um, a lady came on the stage and she said that she's getting a divorce. The reason why she's divorcing her husband is because he doesn't do cunnilingus. Now, (laughs) I nearly dropped the phone. Let me tell you, I couldn't even believe she was even talking about this. This is not something that black people talk about. You know, I'm going to put it in black people in general now, you know, um, I have some, you know, I do have, I do have some Jamaican heritage, but my African part is a little bit stronger, mainly because I've lived in Africa as well. So I have a little bit more insight there. But for her to say something like this in the public domain, not even just in the public domain, there are people worldwide who are hearing this. We may not know her, right, but we may know somebody who knows her. What I loved about that was that she was just so very, very open. She was just like, well, I'm sorry. Um, I've given birth 
to four kids and what have you. And now I just want to enjoy my sex life. It's a very interesting thing because this is not something that my mother shared with me or my grandmother or any women in my family. Nobody shared this with me at all, that it was possible to ever enjoy sex in that kind of way, um, which I thought was interesting. And going back to the conversation that I had with my mother, if you have sex, you will get pregnant. So it's almost like if you have sex, it's only for the purpose of baby making. It's not something that you do for enjoyment in the African way of putting it. <laughs> it's not something you do for pleasure or recreational endeavours. It's not something that happens for that reason. It has a function and that function needs to be adhered to. And But impressively, these African women are now wanting to explore. I'm sort of loving all over this. And the end of that conversation resulted in the sex therapist. Um, I don't remember her name, something Soul Spice or something like this. You should look her up on Instagram. She's fabulous. She's very raw and very open about her sexuality. She shares the things she does with her husband. I'm just like, girl, let me just start making some quick notes. But it resulted in the sex therapist giving her all of these little tips on where she can entice him to become interested in it. And I thought that was just really, um, it's really commendable for for Africans to go online in the public domain to talk about this thing. You know, I didn't really come on here to talk about this actually, but this is how conversations with me go. You know, they go around the circle and somehow at the end, I'm able to seal it together with a bow. And maybe that's the answer in the end to take away all the restrictions out of the exploration and just explore. It doesn't need to be sealed up in a bow. It needs to be open and fluid to the exploration. Man conditioning is strong, isn't it? It's so difficult to break those patterns from the past that have been literally interwoven into the matrix of our very system. Relationships are so multi-layered these days that it's important for us to look outside of what we would usually do to trigger on the side with something else, possibly. You know, for me, I'm a serial monogamist. I always have really long relationships. Even if I just wanted something short, it always ends up being this long thing, which isn't a problem. I like that. You know, I like to get to know someone and explore one person dedicate myself to one person. I love doing that. I'm more about I'm more about depth than I am about anything else. So maybe as a single sophisticate, maybe that's what we do. We ask for clear COVID tests <laughs> and continue our exploration. However that feels good in your body, in your soul, in your sensibilities. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is, but um I'm intrigued to discover more. I'd love to hear from somebody else who has a um, experience that is interesting, intriguing, something that may make me want to trigger from the side a little bit more. Hmm. All right then team, <laughs> that's all I've got for you today. I've now got to go and make coffee and do my hair. But other than that, I'll be back with you soon because now I can 
do more episodes per week, which is hella exciting for me because I love to talk. I love to, you know, I love to share things with with you. And I will be back soon. Ciao for now.